What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll crack a couple brews while I recap my trip to Italy. Coin and I pick which players from the NBA Finals are the best and worst hangs. Then we'll each draft our top seven mountains. Lastly, Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. Mm. That, ladies and gents, is the sound of a couple crisp drinks being cracked. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I was not, not ready for the taste of my <laughs> my drink. That was funny. <laughs> and this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Shoe. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, from Portland, yep. Mr. 503. I feel like he's just here for the zipline. Elvis coin, a what up coin. Fresh out of Nolzano, Italy, and looking like he just ate a bunch of Bologna, what up, Noel. You know, it's funny. I'll, I'll dive right into stories. You mentioned Bologna. Yeah. On my way to Italy, I watched the Weird Al Yankovic movie. Did you Have you seen that that's a thing? Mm-mm. So there is a mockumentary, not really a mockumentary, it's like a fake dramatization of Weird Al's life, starring um, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was going to be like seriously telling the story of his life, but it's not at all. He just makes it all up. And it's actually pretty funny because it's just so ridiculous. Like he tries to claim that he wrote the song Eat It and then Michael Jackson wrote Beat It covering Eat It. (laughs) Um, stuff like that. And he was like dating Madonna. That said, his like first hit in that song is my Bologna or my Bologna mm. instead of my Sharona talking yep. about Bologna. So that ah. was that whole story. Yeah. So nice. We, we came back Good around story. to Italy. Yeah, yeah, there I am. How you doing, Coin? <laughs> I'm doing great, Noel. Good. Good. Uh, weather update. It is just gorgeous in Portland oh. right now. It has been so nice here. Just silly. Uh, just been living it up. Great. Fresh off of two weddings. I'll get more into that in a little while, but... When we good. get to beers. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Glad, glad to hear it. Well, let's do beers then first. And uh, oh, why don't you tell me what you're drinking this evening? So, Noel, I have for you. I, you, talk, you said I made that face. I, I'm drinking the Voodoo Ranger Juice Force uh, Imperial IPA. It is 9.5% and it is a, a little 20-ouncer. That's a 19.2-ouncer. Yeah, you drunk. quite a bit. I was not ready for how juice-like this was going to taste. It tastes mm. like... Mm, it tastes like somebody poured straight mango juice into two-thirds of an IPA. Interesting. In a it's good way or bad? bad. Okay. It's not bad. I just, just wasn't unexpected. really ready for it. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Can is fine. It's just, you know, it's the classic Voodoo Ranger dude. Got like the little... Uh, air air fighter helmet going on mm-hmm. skull sure. skull mouth. I don't, there's something. I mean, they do good, and I like what they're thinking. It's I, I just feel like maybe it's I'm too like in ingrained in it, or I've been I've been shown it too many times to yeah. not be impressed by the can. You know? Yeah, desensitized to it. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's what I was looking for. I totally agree with you. I'm a big New Belgium guy, big Voodoo Ranger guy. Um, yeah. But yeah, just doesn't excite me anymore, but it's it's a good can, though. Yeah. And it's yeah, good beer. MBVRs, good beers. Shouts Fort Collins. Yeah, shouts. 
Uh, no. What do you got for me? Coin, I did uh, what I almost did last time, and I did not get it with a beer because I went with what was in the fridge. I mentioned that we bought a bunch of vodka seltzers, and so I just decided to have one. This is a truly vodka seltzer. It is oh, peach okay. and tangerine. Pretty decent, I'd say. I'd say they're, uh, I don't know if they're, they're on high noons level. I've had this one, and then I had a blackberry lemonade one. Pretty solid okay. also. I'd say okay. I've tried the White Claw and the Truly. I actually think that Truly's vodka seltzers are better, even though I think mm. White Claws are better than Truly's. That's, that's my take for the moment. I don't believe I've had the White Claw vodka seltzers yet. It's definitely not the Truly one. I don't like the can at all. Uh, when, you op- when, you, when you picked yeah. it up, I thought you were drinking like an energy drink of some kind. It is what it looks like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that it's in the Red Bull-shaped and sized can, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's, it, you know, it looks like it's a seltzer. looks like it's trying to be girly a little bit. Yeah, peach and tangerine, good combo, though. I'm into that. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid. I can't complain. Okay. 355 milliliters. Oh, 12, 12 ounces. Okay. I'm just making sure nice. it's regular size. Yeah. <laughs> Legit size. Um, Coin, we've been away for, I think, three weeks. Probably yeah. Two, oh, yeah. Three weeks. Okay. Three weeks. Tell me about your beers of the three weeks. Yeah, I was. I was. I'll get through mine quick, and I'll just. I'll just like let you cook. You know, I'm gonna pass you the rock. Get in the corner. Be ready. I'll be ready. I'll be over there. Hands up. Right. Ready to pop a pop a three up. But got it. I'm gonna let you it. go full Kyrie Irving like you do. Um. All right. So back to back weddings after after our last pod, I went wedding in Minnesota the weekend of the twentieth at a casino. Uh, so wait, the, we were staying at a casino. The wedding was not there. It was at a, a golf course and it was, it was a good time. It was with, uh, Nikki was the maid of honor in this wedding. Oh, um, nice. back with all of her college friends. They're good people. We just had a good time. I decently good buddies with, um, the other girl in the group who was a bridesmaid. Her husband is chill as heck. They actually live in Chicago. Um, and we went, yeah. And, uh, we went golfing before the, before the wedding that morning and it was, it was lovely. We had ourselves a nice little time and I gambled and I had a really fun up and down. Um, I won't get too into deep into it, but first night I played pretty much just strictly blackjack. Cause it's not like a Vegas type casino. There's not really that many like craps tables or anything to go shoot around at. Um, but so sit down, probably put hundred, 200 bucks down or something like that. I'm up to like four at some point get down to 150, go to another table, get down to 10, uh, $10. Uh, yeah. And get all pissed off. And I am just getting, this is at a point when I should have left a long time ago. Like the tables are cold, 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 cold. I am getting split aces. And then he's handing me two fours and just wrecking my world with like (laughs) eight, eight, 10 or something. It's horrible. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was brutal for a minute, but, uh, so I leave with my $10 and I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll just go play one more hand with my new $10. I get that $10 back up to $200. Dang. I doubled, That's impressive. I doubled four straight times or something like that. So I think I went 10, left it on, put 20, did 40, was at 80. And I was like, okay, cool. Played 40 up and I got up to 200 and then I lost it all. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's what it's about, though. You make it last. Um, that, and that's it was it was all worth it because that ride from ten dollars up to two hundred was so fucking fun. As long as you can remember the highs as much as you remember the lows, that's that's key. exactly. And 
this was uh, everybody had definitely already gone to bed. It was just me. This is like three thirty mm-hmm. in the morning, the night before the wedding. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Been there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good for you. It's just it's the it's the, the place where I thrive is just like Nikki's like I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some sleep. I'm like yeah okay right. I'll be, I'll what time? <laughs> what time was your tea time? Uh, like nine. Oh, good. So, good. Okay. Yeah. Maybe even earlier than that. <laughs> Sounds like a good weekend. Yeah. It was a great weekend. Uh, and then the weekend after that, so I had a quick recovery, had to be ready to just get really drunk again, uh, for a wedding I was in this time for Joe Stout's wedding. My, my buddy here, there was, uh, 13 groomsmen and seven bridesmaids. So it looked kind of funny. Uh, but the overall wedding was like kind of unbelievable the venue was super awesome i'd never been to like it was like a pretty nice hotel we stayed out in the gorge which is you know like mm-hmm. right along the river the gorge runs along between washington and oregon for those who aren't familiar all of our listeners outside of the pacific Northwest. that would be the columbia river gorge columbia river gorge correct and it was the columbia gorge hotel that we were staying uh-huh. at see there uh, you go. views were gorgeous it was kind of cool i didn't realize that the gorge or uh will it be the willamette no it's columbia obviously uh people are like kite surfing like all through the yeah. river in the backdrop mm-hmm. of, of the wedding, oh, cool. which was pretty sick. And then uh, right after wedding, obviously cocktail hour, head out. There's a dance floor or uh, like a venue kind of dance floor in the front. It's catered food and everything all like that. It was really good. Cake was good. Uh, dancing was great. There was this pretty funny moment where I was just cutting a rug, obviously, as, I, as I'm prone to do. Of course. Uh, the wedding photographer did a great job of capturing like really good pictures of a lot of the groom parties. She did, in fact push Nikki out of the way to get pictures of me one time. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Did you uh, notice at the time? Or I'm guessing Nikki I, definitely noticed and told Nikki you Nikki definitely it. noticed and she yeah. told me about it. But now that when she said it, I was like, I think I kind of do remember that. In, <laughs> in the photographer's defense, I was going off at this point. Like I was just, nah. you know, <laughs> wind me up and watch me go. Her. Yeah. Uh, but pretty cool. This one was... So they had that initial one that ended at like 10, 10, 30, 11, something like that. Mm-hmm. They actually ended up uh, booking the downstairs of the hotel for the after party of everybody mm. that was staying in the hotel and stuff. So there was another dance floor down there and another mm. bar. But you had to pay for the drinks at that bar, but that was fine. It was cool. After party. Fair. I, I digress. I digress. It was Fair. pretty sweet. Uh, all in all, pretty, pretty awesome back-to-back wedding weekends. Nice. Congrats. Um, I do I do have one Joe. update, though. I, I've, I texted you about this to remind me, but I knew I would forget. I actually wrote it down. I forgot. On the way, on the way to the wedding, uh, there was like a really bad motorcycle accident, mm. uh, and traffic was backed up for... We were probably stuck in like kind of stop-and-go traffic, and we kept having to like split for ambulances and fire trucks and stuff coming through. Um, at one point where everybody's pulled off to the sides, you know, you, you kind of just each lane kind of goes right or left to make a middle lane for the ambulance to go through. Mm-hmm. There was this fucking guy. So we pull off this dude in this truck. Every time we start to go in, just tries to gun it between the middle and gets up four or five cars. Maybe the biggest piece of shit move mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my entire life. And I genuinely hope that guy's engine seizes and that. Uh, his credit score goes down 250 to 400 points, and he ends up paying 75k more in interest over the career's li- over his lifetime. He's a That's bad a very, person. Very diplomatic thing to wish upon him. That was very nice yeah. of you. I thought you maybe would say, I, "I hope he accidentally drives off the cliff." <laughs> oh yeah, and then I hope his car fucking blows up. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece um, of garbage! That's so. <laughs> what a piece of garbage, dude. Oh, and then we God. get up. I was like, 
Oh, I mean, I'm trying to be sensible. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, <laughs> I was the one. Me and Nikki were fucking pissed at this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was thinking, maybe he knows the person in the wreck. Whatever. He needed to get up there, go see. Get up to the wreck. He was nowhere to be found. So, no. Mm-hmm. It was not the case. Uh, we did get up there, though. And the dude who had wrecked his motorcycle was just like, he hit the pavement hard enough. I think it tore all of his clothes off. And he was kind of just naked on the highway on the left. No. I was couldn't he see his hog or anything. Uh, what? Wait, his no. motorcycle or his cock? What, what do you, when you say hog, what is <laughs> That's a good point. The duality of man. Um, no, I, I think he, there was multiple people kind of laid around him and he, there was, his shoulders were kind of all bloody and stuff. There was kind of a lot of blood, honestly. A lot. Mm. Uh, could not see. I assume, hopefully, he was alive? I figured you just kind of cover it with a blanket at some point if he's dead, right? It sounds like it may have resembled a lot of the paintings I saw in Florence. Yeah, I would say Just so. like dead naked dudes and mm-hmm. alive naked dudes and bloody people. Yeah. Y- yep. No motorcycles, but... You know. No motorcycles. Well, that's a big motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> other news... Yeah. Pickles baseball is back, baby. You know, I'm always repping my picks. I see that. Uh, roll Coles. Roll Coles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good first game we went to. Uh, Pickles obviously won. They beat the uh, Portland Gherkins, which are the also unaffiliated to another team. I believe they're the Pickles farm team, which who, <laughs> who knows why they have a farm team. A gherkin is, like, is a pickle, right? It's a tiny pickle, yeah. Huh. <laughs> so the gherkins feed into the pickles. Wow. Uh, did not end up going on Saturday, which, which was a bummer, but... Saturday was Pickleless Cage Night, and they were doing a lot of edits and Twitter posts and stuff about Pickleless. There's this pretty haunting image of uh, a pickle with Nicolas Cage's face photoshopped into it. It's pretty horrifying. I'm thinking about blowing it up. How much do games cost? Uh, like 12 bucks. Sick. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah pretty awesome. Roll um, coals, baby. Roll coals. I was going to ask you if you wanted to do this really quick. A flash. Let's do it. New M&M flavor review. Oh, sure. Yeah. Caramel cold brew M&M variety. I'll let you go. Yeah, let me first start by saying there was one before this that was like cake, white chocolate confetti or something like that. That was like Mm. pretty fine. Like I think I told you uh, I had like four and they were good. And then by the fifth one, I was like, this is like just too sweet. Yeah. I can't eat this anymore. So we'll move past that one. Caramel cold brew M&M's. I told you to try them because I I grabbed them at the store the other day. I thought they were fantastic in terms of flavor. They had the caramel because there there are the caramel M&M's now, which are kind of like milk duds with like a little candy coating. Yeah. So you kind of have like the chewiness and the flavor of the caramel and then like the kind of the aftertaste is is a coffee flavor. I thought they were very solid. I thought they could have made a sneak run in in Survivor. Um, Right. I, you you pointed out maybe it was what was it the flavor was good but the texture was bad or I forget what you said yeah 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 it's just I, I don't think that I want my M and M's to be as chewy that I, I remember this being the problem yeah. with the the I think it was like the brownie batter M M&M and M too it was really okay. chewy and it was kind of just I don't I like M and M's because they're small and they're in those bags I don't want to have to spend that much time with each individual M M&M. and M. If that makes sense. I'm with you. I just want to pound them. I just want to pour them down my mouth. Yeah, chew exactly. Them up and keep going. Bingo. Slide it down uh, the gullet. Let's get to the next bag. I agree with you. I think this would be the exact conversation we'd have, and that's where we would draw the line and, and boot it. But 
Flavor, yeah. very good. Caramel Flavor and coffee. Flavor was awesome. Fantastic. I really liked it, yeah. Obviously, big fan of cold brews and stuff. We just got a new... Uh, we just got a new coffee maker with an espresso feature. It's quite lovely. Wow. Been, been rocking some little lattes at home. It's nice. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Noel. Let's get into the piece de resistance, as they say over there. Uh, how was Europe? How were your beers? Tell me all about it. Uh, they were lovely. I uh, was in Italy. Italy was the only country that I visited. We went directly from Chicago to... Milan direct and drove down to where we were staying and then flew back from Rome. So, um, try to hit the highlights here. Food and booze is probably what we care about the most, of course. So you were talking about coffee. So biggest differences I would say in the diet of Italians, breakfast is basically tiny little coffees and like all the locals basically go up to the counter, order their espresso shot dump it and go like you're not sitting around <laughs> drinking kind of badass yeah that's pretty sick <laughs> but breakfast wise it's just pastries dude it's croissants it's croissants too much sweet everywhere i knew you wouldn't like that i remember I, thinking that when you were headed over there i liked it and and i'm actually not really a huge breakfast person as it is so it was fine you just every morning we go get a croissant and a coffee um so it was fine whatever i'm not, like katie's the bacon and eggs like she was going through withdrawals because she's like I gotta have my eggs in the morning. So, right. That was fun. Um, dessert wise, I'll skip over the main food for a second. Gelato. I mean, granted, we were in very touristy areas a lot of the time. So it's like all of these. I, I don't. I can't speak to like inner city uh, Italy if it's like this. But I have a feeling the diet is similar. But basically, you get gelato anywhere, and then a lot of lemon flavored things because lemons yeah. grow very. Limoncello um, is their big thing. Limoncello. Right? Yep, that's the liquor that you have, um, and then. Lemon gelato, lemon cake, lemon bread, all that jazz. So, um, which my dad is like bread? huge lemon guy. What? Okay, okay. Do you, I was gonna say, do you fucks with like a lemon cake or a lemon? I do. Bread or, I do. Yeah. yeah there was like a too. lemon festival while we were there, and we just loaded up on all these lemony treats, and they were quite delicious. Mm, treats. They also had largest lemon competition. There was like fucking football sized lemons, dude. They were huge. So, Hell yeah! That's yeah, sick. sick. How far um, do you think you could throw one? Uh, probably a quarter mile, I would say. <laughs> uh, uh, basically, everything else was just carbs and cheese and tomatoes, as you would expect. Like, this just, you either got pizza, pasta, sandwiches with, like, not really meat on them. Like, you got the salami or the prosciutto or whatever, but not really. Like, a lot of the people, a lot of the sandwiches are just, like, cheese and tomatoes and basil and pesto. Um, just covered which in like, oil or balsamic or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm much more of a carb guy than a meat guy. So like, if I had to cut out right. meat versus carbs, I'd cut out meat. So um, I, that was the really? biggest difference. Wow. Like, you don't just go get like, there's not just like a bunch of chicken or beef in stuff. It's just like a lot of bread and cheese, and maybe there's some meat sliced in there somewhere. But typically, you don't need a ton of meat. Um, I'd say quality of food. I was trying to compare this to like what we talked about with the buffalo wings in Buffalo in that every meal that we had, I thought was very, very good. And all the ingredients were very quality. And it was like, you'd have a pizza and you'd be like, I couldn't ask for much more in a pizza or like in a pasta, right? Like this is about as good as it gets. I wouldn't say any meal or every meal like blew me away. And I was like, this is the best pizza I've ever had and best pasta I've ever had. But it's like at least in the conversation of top 20, you know what I mean? Or top 50 or whatever okay. it is. Like every meal was very, very, very good. So I'm not convinced that like, 
I think it's entirely possible that the best pizza could be in Chicago or New York or something in the world. I but maybe think it's not only possible. I think it's, it's definitely pre- maybe like, it's likely. Definitely there. But then yeah. maybe you know, like twenty of the top hundred are in Italy or something. So not groundbreaking oh. stuff. But that's kind of my thoughts. I also liken it to um, how like high school athletes in Montana, like you might have the best athlete in Montana plays for a class B school, but the double A school has 10 guys that are slightly worse than that guy. So they're obviously way better. So Italy's like the double A school. America might be the B school class B ballers. If that makes sense. I like that. I like that. I'm interested in that. I I don't know how many other podcasts or just media personalities in general are comparing Italian cuisine to Montana high school athletes. You've, I would venture to say you might have been the first. Maybe the first. Maybe the Speaking first. Speaking of which, you'd, you'd be shocked to learn I did go through today on a whim. I was just looking up uh, MHSA high school track records and who holds what. I didn't know, or maybe I did. The 100-meter uh, uh, record holder is from Big Timber for Class B. Really? Yeah, How long Casey ago? Casey Gunlickson, three years ago. Holy shit, no way. Yeah, I think it was in my sister's grade. That's impressive. Good for yeah. them. Shouts Year Big Ten. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would say like my most memorable or favorite meals were actually sandwiches, more so than pizza and pasta. Mm. There was a... Just uh, really good bread. Just really good bread. Really good bread. bread. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. pretty much what it was. Like, So we did a bunch of... The first half of the trip, we did a bunch of hikes. And the longest hike we did was like eight miles. And it was like all day. And we got to the miles. town... Eight mile, exactly. It was very much like Detroit. Um, <laughs> we got to the town, and some lady on the trail had recommended the sandwich shop, this tiny little spot. The lady barely spoke English. And I got, again, it was like tomato, basil, or tomato, pesto, and mozzarella was all that was on the sandwich. But it was on this, like, f- almost fry bread. It was like almost like Ooh. Indian fry bread. And it was hot and warm. And it was so fucking good. And I don't know what it was. I guess it was just the bread and the fresh ingredients. But that blew me away. Um, in Florence, there's like, uh, I guess a pretty famous uh, sandwich shop where they just like crank people through. There's like all these different lines and people just cranking through, just have super fresh focaccia and super fresh, like salamis and prosciuttos and cheeses and meats. Sandwich there was phenomenal as well. Have we, have we done a bread draft? I think we have, but we could do another. I'm interested. I had a lot of bread thoughts, so. Okay. Anyways, we could, anyways. Well, maybe we did, like, that. buns or something. Maybe we did, like, burger buns. Well, I, it does sound familiar now that you're saying it. And we'll I think it might have that. just been part of the pizza draft. Mm, that could have been it, too. The crusts, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, cool. And then lastly, um, Katie and I found this Mediterranean place. I figure we're on the Mediterranean Sea, so there's got to be good Mediterranean food, too. So right. they had Euros, but it was the only place I've ever seen where the big cone of meat was actually like raw meat when they put it on the cone and it actually cooks on the cone. Cause like typically yeah. the ones you see it's pre-cooked and it's really just warming it up and then they slice it off. This shit, the guys were telling me that they like buy it fresh from the butcher in the morning and put it on the cone and stuff. So just really fresh Mediterranean meat. And that sandwich did it was taste quite fresh delicious. It, it did. It did. It tasted much better. Now I'm a, now I'm a Euro snob. Oh, I love that. I love Euro Snob Knoll. This pleases me, actually. Gyro Snob Knoll. Um, it took me a while to come around on Euros, but I'm, I'm fully in. Like, Euros yeah, are fantastic. I don't, I don't know what it was. The first time I went to, what's the, what's the place in Helena? 
I went with you and Nate one time. Planet I think I was Euro. hungover too. Yeah, Planet I went Euro. one time and I got a Euro and I was like, this is not for me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Planet Euro is pretty solid too. It's pretty um, good. No, I went back later on and I was very into it. I like that they put chopped cucumbers. I feel like a lot of places yeah. don't do that. And I really need the chopped cucumbers on my Euro. Okay, that's it. So that's the food. That's the food review of Italy. Drinks. We're talking beers, coins, of course. So Ooh. one thing of note that we noticed right away is you go out to get drinks at most of these places, they'll just bring you out like snacks. Like they'll bring out little slices of mini pizzas and meats and cheeses and you don't pay for them. They're just like, hey, free? you guys getting drinks, have some snacks too. And it was the first couple of times we're like, this is great. And we thought they were just like, they really liked us or they were bored or something. No. It's a lot of places. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Um, so that was fantastic. Also, no tipping, or at least for the most part, there's it's not like no expected. Tipping? There's like some places in like the cities, like we went to this rooftop bar where they kind of said that they want tips, but like you pay with credit card everywhere and there's never a spot to tip and they don't expect tipping. So that's nice. I do enjoy I that. I like that. Yeah. We did tip like we'd have the tour guides or whatever that would kind of expect to tip, but whatever. Um, you slide them like 20 euros or what would you do? Depending on what it was. Like the tour guide we had for the Coliseum, which was like an hour and a half tour. And she just walked us around. We didn't tip her. It was like kind of a thing. But then we had a private boat that like took us out all day pretty much. And so we, as a yeah. group of five, gave him 50 bucks because it was like 10 bucks a person. So I don't know if that was high or low. I'm not really sure, but. Figured, and he did a nice job. He took us some like nice caves that we swam around in and stuff. So, how do you how would you compare the tour guides there to the one we had in Atlanta when that guy was trying to take us to bars at the? (laughs) (laughs) I had totally forgotten about that guy. I would say they were better, and I wouldn't have tipped that guy that we had in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wanted a tip if you remember. I do badly. I yeah. do. Yes. Yes. Very. I much think so. we talked about that on the pod. I don't know if there's any long time listeners. We should go back it. and look. That was what, that was our first live pod in Atlanta. Yeah. 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 Was that our first one? No. Although, in DC, right? I don't. I don't know. Did we do one in DC? I thought so. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Whatever. Either way. So uh, beers, actual beers. Uh, the most common beer that was at all of the places was called Bira Moretti. Bira just okay. means beer. Um, it's a it, for Rookie Show Beers Stan account. I'd like to post a picture of Bira Moretti so people know. It's a just kind of a basic lager, but it had a nice bottle with a round label that said Bira Moretti, and it has just a guy in a green suit and a green hat drinking a drinking a pint. Just a very mm. nice label. It's good. So I'd like to post it and show the show the fans. Um, that's probably what I drink the most of. Peroni is also. Um, they have a lot of beers that were like. Regular Peroni and then non-filtrata, which is non-filtered, which I don't know that like um, American beers ever advertise that. But for instance, a hazy IPA is non-filtered, non-filtered IPA. Yeah. It just like has more of the shit in it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that was an interesting tweak. There's a little more flavor, I guess, in the non-filtered ones. They weren't like IPAs. They were like lagers and yeah. pilsners and stuff. So, um, Lots did you of drink, wine. Did you drink oh. more wine? Did you drink more uh, wine in there? Yeah. I would say I drink more wine than beer, but I drank a surprising amount of beer. I'd say I drink a lot more beer than I expected to. I was kind of expecting oh. like a like a ninety ten split on wine. That's what I would have guessed. That's the number I had in my head, actually. It was so, probably was like sixty forty. I drank a lot of wow. beer. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Well, part of it is because like we do a big long hike and you get to the bottom of the hill and you you don't want a glass of wine. I don't want really. wine. A nice I don't cold want wine beer. After that. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's called Bailey. And you know, Billy Billy Noel is a beer after tight guy. That's for sure. They didn't have any bud bud heavies or Pacificas for him, but that's all right. Um, actually, I think he did have a, there was, it was weird. Like there would some, be some bars that had Coronas and like Beck's, uh, and like they wouldn't have <laughs> anything else. So I think Billy did have like a Beck's beer at one point. So yeah, that checks out. Uh, I also had some gin and lemons, some continue mm. my Tom Collins kick, but they would have these like little lemon sodas that were really good. And you just mix those in with your gin. So that was my main drinks. Um, the drink that is everywhere is Aperol Spritz. Like that's the yeah. Italian thing, and uh, yeah. my dad tried for the first one, first time. He hated it; thought it was terrible. <laughs> so uh, I think they're fine. They're fine. Mario and Katie yeah. had a few, but yeah, they were everywhere. You used to see bottles of Aperol everywhere. So, uh, lastly, the most important drink: every single store and every single restaurant had individual cans of Coca-Cola and Coke Zero. I didn't see a single Diet Coke the entire time. They have Coke and Coke Zero. And I saw one Pepsi the entire trip. They just like don't That's have awesome. Pepsi. It's only Coke. And everyone fucking drinks Coke. You walk by every restaurant, people are drinking Coke. Now, people are being weird with it. There's people drinking, they pour it in their glass and put like lemon in it. They drink like lemon in their Coke. People pouring it into That's a glass without ice. like a southern thing ice. too, right? Without ice? Oh. You're just drinking like I think a- I think a lot of the rest of the world be drinking like room temp drinks, which is just crazy to me. Dude, I mean the biggest... Probably the number one hardest part about Italy was that getting water was very difficult. And if you want it at a restaurant, you're going to pay. It's, it costs money. You don't get free water. What? And it's not cold. Oh, yeah. Every, there's, you're never free. Never free. So bringing, we were just... Bringing me water without ice would actually like put me into a tizzy. Yeah. No, mad bit. dehydrated when you're in Italy. So... Um, but other than that, the Cokes were phenomenal and they come in cans like this. All of them are this, uh, this, uh, shaped can, Mm -hmm. tall, skinny can. They're slightly smaller. They're like 330 milliliters or something. Um, so like 11.7 ounces or something like that, but okay. Primo Cokes and no Pepsis. So shouts Italy for that. Do you feel like, I have a few questions. Do you feel like, sorry, I realize you're probably not done. No, no. I'll let you finish first if you want to go. No, no, no. I, I, so, do you feel like you noticed that Italians were much less fat than Americans? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God. There were no fat people. First of all, all the towns we were in have a million steps and, like, tiny little yeah. roads and, like, not that many cars other than, like, Rome. But, like, there's no way you could be fat, for one thing. And it's bizarre because, by the way, all they eat is carbs. They eat dinner at 8 p.m. Like, nobody eats dinner until, like, right before bed. All the things that See, they tell us not that. to See, I kind of love that. I really do. vibe with that. I'm a late dinner guy. I love they it. Tell us, they, all the things that they tell us not to do. But the key really is don't drink, like, 20-ounce lattes in the morning. Don't, um, you know, I, I'm trying to think of what other things that Americans do. I mean, giant Cokes and giant everything. It's all in moderation. But if you walk around a lot. If you yeah. walk stairs throughout the day, then you're not going to be fat. But yeah, it do you was feel crazy. Like you, do you feel like you burnt that many calories every day? I mean, obviously on vacation, you probably did too. You're probably walking around a ton. We were, had a ridiculous amount of like steps and mileage of the first five days. Like we were getting like, I don't know, 10 miles a day or something like that. And, did uh, you get new? Did you get new shoes for the trip? Like walking shoes or anything? No, I was wearing my running shoes that, uh, 
are now pretty much worn down to nothing because I was using them to hike in and I was thinking about bringing hiking boots, but I didn't want to pack them. We just packed like big backpacks. You don't so. really need them. No. Um, yeah, no fat people. And uh, we got a shitload of steps, but we ate a lot. So, and we had like dessert well, every day. What do you think the percent of Italian speaking English is? From our experience, like 95. <laughs> Holy <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> I don't think there was. I think the only I think there was only one person we met that we tried to talk to that couldn't speak English at all, and it was a random guy on a trail that was just making conversation with us. Um, every single store, restaurant, anywhere you went, they would speak English at least enough to understand you. And uh, we joked about how it, it made us feel like pieces of shit because a lot of those people would speak Italian, French, American, maybe maybe a fourth one, German or something like that. And like us Americans, we just fucking speak English. Like yeah. How pathetic is that? We had a waitress that uh, spoke all those plus Arabic plus something else. And she was just like work, you know, she was a spitfire and so much fun. We're like, God, this lady's awesome. And we suck because we just speak our one language and make everybody conform to us. But eh, that's what hey, it is. You know what? what when you speak the best language, that's all you need to that's do. Right. Uh, right. How much more do you, I was going to ask if you went, did you guys go out to any bars or anything? Did you do anything? We, we went out one time in like the most touristy city and just ended up, because a lot of the bars were closing in that town, we ended up at a like English pub, so it wasn't even Italian at all. <laughs> and they had like the Manchester United game on and there was actually some big fans and stuff. And just drank beers there the whole night and I pissed off Mallory just because I thought it would be fun too. Um, so we got into a yelling match and that was fun. And oh, then, that uh, is fun. I love yeah. that. And then Katie felt terrible the next day, and we had to take like a winding bus up over a hill, and she was thrown up on the bus. So, <laughs> so that was the one time that we like went out and got kind of drunk. So, actually, I didn't. I don't know if I told you this, but my friend Ronnie from Big Fork just happened to be there, so we saw him that night. Did you actually? Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. We met up for a drink in Sorrento, Italy. He, I, wow. he was texting me. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be in Italy, but I think we're gonna miss you." And I'm like. Oh, we're going to be in Sorrento on the 25th. I'm like, we're going to be in Sorrento on the 25th. Okay, let's go get a drink. So. Hell yeah. Big Fork reunion. Okay, very last thing quickly. We did a cooking class, and I should mention that one of the couples that did the cooking class with us was from Toronto, and uh, the, the man of the couple um, grew up playing peewee hockey with Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool pl- claim to fame. Yeah. He said that they would like... He was like nine years old and the gym would be like packed because everyone wanted to see the, the prodigy. So that's pretty neat. Okay. Over under. How many times that guy has brought that up in his entire life? I'm going to give you the number at. Eleven hundred. Um, oh gosh, 1100. Let's see. So he, it's probably been what 50 years since that, since that happened. He's probably 60. Um, so we got, that's only 20 times a year. Is that right? Yeah. And you have to imagine during his like peak years, like the Wayne Gretzky peak years too. Like it was a lot. Like, he like twice a weekend at least. Yeah. That maybe twice least, a night. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good number. I'll go. I'll go slightly over just because I like to think I okay. would. Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, come on. I tell people about how I played against Carson once. 
Yeah, exactly. It's not quite as cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Carson Almost. Wentz, Wayne Gretzky, I don't know. North Dakota, Canada, they're all the same. Um, okay, my last two comments are, saw a lot of art galleries in Florence, and takeaway was, a lot of dicks. Just a ton of dicks. Yeah, heck of dicks. No yeah, doubt. so get used to seeing dicks. And then, uh, went Do you to, like, feel pop- like you left the galleries feeling better or worse about your dick? Interesting question, because in Florence, they were all tiny dicks. All tiny. Every single one of them. Yeah. Even David. I feel like every Statue time I've David. seen an art... I feel like I've seen, every time I've seen art pieces, I've been like, you know what? Maybe I could hang in Italy. You, well, this was also... So this is like 1700s is when most of that shit was painted. We went to Pompeii, and Pompeii actually had a bunch of like murals. And this is from like the fucking 2,000 years ago. This is from like 10 AD. Their murals and sculptures and shit had huge dicks. So I don't know... <laughs> Huge erections and you know big old foreskins. Oh, they were showing, they were showing boners. Oh, oh come yeah. on. There was yeah no. We listened to this like audio tour when we were there, and like the first thing you'll notice is the huge erection in the entryway. And uh, <laughs> like yeah, I did notice that actually. Um, I'm glad so you brought did, that up. Uh, <laughs> I have to imagine there's like a reason for the uh, artists doing it that way. I I can't imagine the people of Pompeii just had huge dongs and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to imagine they do, and this, actually. And then 1,500 years later, the people of Florence had tiny dongs, and then it, it's balanced out since then, I'm not sure. What, what if the trade-off for the people of Pompeii was, all right, you guys all get huge, huge old hogs, but I'm going to fuck you up with a volcano. That's it. It could be. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe all the big dick people couldn't get out of town fast enough, and they all die. That actually probably makes the most sense. The tiny yeah. dick people in Pompeii, they got out of there. Big dicks were trying to lug that thing around and couldn't get out. Dicks swinging, right. That makes sense, actually. Makes okay. sense. That's just wow. history. That's just history. So, uh, Yeah, Pompeii was cool. We went to the Colosseum. I told you uh, there was a fucking Tour de France race around the Colosseum, like when we tried to get in. And there was people that had like gone and toured the Colosseum. And then when they were trying to get out, they set up this tour to France race. And then they just had to like wait because they couldn't cross the road for like an hour. So there was people so pissed because they were trapped in the Coliseum. So that was interesting. I don't think they planned that one out very well. I enjoy that. Yeah. Okay. That was my Italy trip. Any other, any other questions? Uh, no, that's awesome. Was, was there any football going on like in italy did you consider trying to go to a game did you i mean i know it's not a trip about sports but i mean i I love the opportunity to try to indulge the culture sure uh i don't think so i mean we were also only in like the only cities that probably would have had teams would have been rome and naples we were in naples for like an hour and we were in rome for like a night so uh that would have been tough so i don't know but i will say napoli uh Forza Napoli or something is the Naples team that just won the Italian National League like a few weeks ago. And the entire city was covered in blue and white streamers and banners and things like that. Like every street you walk down from every balcony, every building, there was big blue and white streamers down to the street and still. So it was like they clearly had a big ass party and uh, which was pretty cool to see. But no, no sports. I did uh, wake up a couple times to watch the Lakers get their ass kicked by the Nuggets at, at four in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, the, that's the only sports I got. <clears throat> okay. 
Cool. That sounds like an awesome trip. I'm jealous. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Okay. That was an extra long episode of International Beers. Extra long episode of International Beers. Uh, you want to do NBA Finals quick first and then get to the meat after? Uh, sure, why wanna... not? Okay. No, let's do it. All right, we mentioned NBA Finals, so Heat and Nugs playing. We're... Who, are you, who are you rooting for? Um, I think just, just betting interest alone, I'm probably rooting for the Nuggets. I think they're a better team, but this is a, this is a really kind of no lose finals. I'm really interested both Jokic and Jimmy having a a finals win. I think, I I think that people are putting a little too much credence on Jimmy's legacy post win. Like Jimmy has been an awesome player for his career. I, there's never really been a point where you're like, yeah, this guy is for sure, like, right now, a top five player in the NBA, right? That's never right. how I've really viewed no, him. No, no chance, yeah. But it is, like, a fucking boon for... This guy is a dog. Like, all he does is just compete his ass off and try really hard, and he hasn't been as good these last two games as he was, but, I mean, he was enough to just drag this team over the Bucks, who... Probably were the title were the title favorites going into the playoffs. Um, Will them over the Celtics, pretty easy win over the Knicks, and he's playing what they they need him to be over the Nuggets too. Um, but like the watching the Nuggets is it feels kind of like you're watching the beautiful game. You're just it, it's very reminiscent of the the early early Warriors, I would say when you're watching these guys just fly around from spot to spot, hit shots, and the offense doesn't ever look stagnant. It's it's just kind of enjoyable to watch. It's always kind of been mine and our complaint. I think sometimes when we watch LeBron teams is there's a lot of standing and watching a guy with the basketball, which is kind of annoying. And it doesn't always need to be like that if if it's if it's not a fast break. And so so I think I am rooting for the Nugs. I just think they're a better team. That's fair. Yeah, I agree that it's an it's a no lose situation. As soon as Boston got knocked out, um, I'm I'm totally fine with either of these teams winning. I think I don't know. You say this all the time about teams that get close and don't win it, and you think, oh, they they'll have their chances in the future. So I'd like to think if Denver loses, that they're gonna be back. But you never know because people say that all the time and it doesn't happen. So, but from that perspective, I'd just like to see Jimmy get there because I think it's less likely that he gets back. Um, granted, yeah, I agree. I would have said it's less. It's unlikely that they get here in the first place. So who knows? Um, but I'd say I like uh, Denver better, and yeah, I agree. They're just more fun to watch, and uh, I like all the guys on their team. I'd say, basis for what we're about to do, a lot of likable guys in the finals, and not a like, lot of like, not a lot of unlikable guys in the finals. I totally agree, and yeah, obviously you alluded to it. We're about to spoiler alert. We're about to draft best and worst hangs uh, on each team. Uh, for the NBA Finals, and I'm sure you have the same. It was kind of t- tough to come up with a list of guys I didn't want to hang out with on these on these two teams. You're picking nits for sure if, when you have to pick somebody not yeah. to hang out with, uh, as opposed to yeah. damn near every other team in the league. I feel like every other team's got a Pat oh, man, Bev or a Marcus Smart or uh, somebody, you know. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a nice list. So it's nice to be able to root for everybody on the court. It doesn't happen very often. What did you think of? Uh, Adam Silver's 
we've come to the John ja Morant decision, but we're going to wait till after the finals to throw it down. It feels like it's going to be a lot. I, I don't know how calculated he is because uh, you could you could argue that maybe, gosh, maybe by doing that, he thinks people are going to build it up really high in their heads, and then when he actually lays it down, it doesn't seem as high compared to if he just came out and said, oh, here's 30 games or whatever, and people are like, oh, that's too much. I don't, I don't really know. Um, it's kind of a bizarre way to handle things. Um, I agree. I did see my friend sent me the other day the over under on his betting site was fifty point five and I thought that was high. I bet it'll be I think the max is probably forty one games, right? You're gonna get a half season slap half or season. something like that. I would say I could yeah, or fifty. I mean fifty's a nice round number, so I mean like I, I would take under fifty and a half. Yeah. With the idea I that so. I would think it wouldn't be more than fifty. That would be insanity. No. Yeah. Okay. Although it's just, it's so ridiculous that he does that shit, like, so soon after. Like, that's so dumb. Dumb. It's so bad. That that's would be really like bad. getting uh, MIP and then getting another one within, I don't know, three weeks and running from the cops and getting arrested in Helena and staying overnight. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks? Was that it? No, it was like a month and a half. Oh, good. It was okay. really close, though. <laughs> it was really close. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about, but that sounds like a no, tough no, no. situation. He was a cool guy. It was a rough night. All right, so let's go best hangs of anybody in the NBA Finals uh, drafting. Top three each. All right. Top three each. Uh, I'll, I'll, are we, are we, we're drafting, right? So it's yeah. flip, flip a coin? Yeah, you might as well flip a coin. All right. Call it near. Tails never fails. Got it. Got it? Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to allude to one that I mentioned earlier, and I could see where this would be a a controversial pick, but I'm going to take Kyle Lowry with the number one pick. Um, He is definitely annoying to watch in basketball. He does all the bullshit charges and dirty shit, but all interviews, like back to the days when he was Toronto, and he and DeRozan seemed like they had a bromance, and he's got a big old smile, and just seems like a real friendly guy. Seems like he's a fun time, and, and his teammates like him a lot, and I just think he'd be a great addition to the pack. Totally agree. Uh, there's a few guys you, you notice. It, he has a similar vibe to a Dame, I would say, where mm-hmm. you can tell that the team around him just enjoys, they enjoy where they're at because of the older guys on the team, and I think right. Kyle Lowry brings that. It's a good pick. Uh, great. I'm excited that you took that because I think I'm be able to get my top three now. Uh, wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take Jimmy Butler. I'll take Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. J Butt as uh, my number one overall pick. There was a fun article. Uh, I told you to read it on ESPN. I don't know if you ever got around to it, but no. this uh, they were talking about how Jimmy always controls the ox cord in the locker room, and he kind of sets the tone for whatever they're going to be playing. And it's he goes between country, hip hop. Uh, 90s rap, he'll go EDM, underground. It's it's just whatever Jimmy's feeling that day. And a lot of the guys have found a lot of artists that they really like because of what Jimmy does. And he's actually really good friends with like a lot of artists because now that's it's like known that he likes to play a lot of different music and he seems like a really cool dude. That has to be one of the most impressive things I've heard about him because talk about I a, couldn't a agree more. Holy couldn't shit. agree more. There's got to be somebody in that locker room that's secretly like... I don't, I you don't would fuck think with so. Jimmy I, shit, I, I would agree. I would agree. I bet it's t- 
somebody else that could be drafted later. <laughs> I, uh, 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 but he interviewed. They interviewed a few of the more prominent guys in the Heat, and like even Udonis has them. Sorry, not to tip picks or anything like that, but even UD was kind of you know I, as an older guy, I don't always love it, but Jimmy does some stuff, and he's like the spiritual leader of the team, and he does it right. So if the it's cool. commercial where he's drinking Mick Ultras on a plane and singing Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, is any indication good hang for sure yeah no doubt okay good pick um i'll just go ahead and take the the mvp here i'm gonna take Jokic. uh i yeah. think yeah um definitely one of the more humble guys that's uh a superstar in the nba you've seen i've seen some clips of him just messing around with Luca or whoever it is or his teammates. He seems like he uh, likes to joke around and, and have a laugh, nice. which I do. T- I also like to have a laugh. Uh, and guys with accents are fun to have around too. So Agreed. Yeah. I, I like a lot that he seems like a guy who also thinks it's silly that he won back-to-back MVPs and probably should have won a third. It is just like, I don't fucking care, man. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kind of exactly. out here playing basketball. Is, this isn't even the most important thing to me. I just like hanging out. I also I like think to go home and be with my horses. Because of that, he would also throw out jokes like, "Well, I'm the two-time MVP, so I get to go exactly. first. like shit like that." And exactly. Yes. It's the only thing you you can only say that if you don't actually give a shit. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, that's a great pick. Um, all right, my two slot. I'm gonna go with Uncle Jeff Green. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I like it. Jeff Green's just been around the league. He's been in a lot of locker rooms. I think he knows. There's, there's a reason that a guy like Jeff Green gets picked up a lot. It's not just because he's a great basketball player. It's that I think people just genuinely enjoy having him around. This is slightly uh, favored towards because I really like the Rosilla pod, and obviously is a huge Jeff Green guy. But it also, he seems like a guy I would be able to hang out with and be like, you know that other time that you had that massive fucking dunk in the game, that was the only points you scored. He's like, yeah, that was fucking sick. <laughs> he knows he picks his spots. Yeah. He picks his spots like that with the dunks. And I think he could do the same with jokes inside of a group. You could also ask him stories about like every single player in the league. Cause he's either exactly. been on their team or whatever. 100%. Um, I like the, the logic of him like being picked up by a bunch of different teams because people want him around because I agree with it. And then there's another guy that I may pick on the worst that I think he gets picked Ooh. up on a lot of teams, but I don't think he would be a good hang. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to get to that. We'll see. But I'm interested because I might pick be, him next. We'll you're see. probably going to be picking him next, but all right, we'll get there. All right, so my third pick, <clears throat> I'll take, uh, <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Duncan Robinson. Um, okay, that's fine. Be. I, well, yeah, I'll take Duncan Robinson because, um, I don't know, seems like uh, another dude who is probably pretty down to earth because he's the undrafted guy and he went to Michigan and he, um, I, don't, I don't really know, I just think he would be a good hang. I don't have a lot of explanation. Duncan, seems like a chill dude. Yeah, I went back and forth. I almost put him on the worst hang list. It was close. Okay, that's uh, fine. He does, he does throw off, it's, it's not like I'm anti-stoners at all. He does throw off some pretty hardcore stoner vibes, and it's just not always mm. like the type of hang that I want. Oh, okay. You know? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so you left me a, a decision between my last two that I'm yeah. uh, intrigued by. 
God, the All more right. you, you brought it up, and I just I don't even know if I want it anymore because I'm oh, very interested in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I am. I'm gonna pivot, and I will take. <laughs> I'll take K Love. I like a guy okay. who's very interested in drinking and wine. He obviously, he threw this baller-ass wedding and he invited all of his buddies that he's played with and it looked like a fucking, like a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think Caleb seems like an awesome dude to me. Yeah, I had Caleb on my list as well. Uh, so I, I think it's a good pick. Uh, handsome guy, you know. Brings handsome the, dude. Brings the, brings the level of good looking. I think there's something to be, exactly. But more importantly... Uh, a former fat, which I think is important to like his personality and kind of character mm. development over the years, because he didn't grow up handsome. Like you know, he's not just kind of that this pretentious feel to him. Like he had to kind of work for this. It's interesting. Again, this is one of those things that I think could go either way because I do agree with you that I think Caleb, having been a former fat, that that adds to his character. But I bet you there are people out there that are former fats that are are now like super full of themselves and they think they're yeah, kind of like Jim Hardo style, like because that's kind yeah. of the culture now too. But I just, I just don't see it with K Love. I think it's very yeah. Me neither. Me neither. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So worst hangs. I'll just let you can have the first pick because I got first pick the last. I'll take time. first pick. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tyler Harrow as my number one overall worst mm-hmm. pit, worst hang. <laughs> Yeah. It's just, I think he's in a different point in his life for what he wants to do. He <laughs> seems like a very hardcore, let's get a table at the club and yeah. try to hang out with IG models. This is just not my jam whatsoever. So, no. yeah, I'm, I'm going to put, did you have him as worst number one overall? I had him in the conversation for one overall. So I, uh, I have a different person listed. I'll give you my number one overall. I, but I, I probably should have taken Hero. Uh, you know who I'm taking. I'm taking my guy, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was between those two. I had that. Just because I think he's, he's the same reason. I think he's dumb, and I just think that he would be uh, not fun to actually have a conversation with. I think both of those guys seem pretty dumb. But uh, I would agree with you. Yeah, that's that's going to be the theme here. In general, that's totally fair. I I, I like where your head's at there. Um, I'm gonna go with. This is one we had discussed prior. I'm going to take Thomas Bryant, two. Probably could have gotten him at three. That's fine. Uh, I don't like him asking out because he wanted a bigger role off the Lakers when he was actually really useful, and they were trading for guys that weren't necessarily going to replace him, and he would have been pretty nice on this team in the playoffs, actually, for a minute. Uh, he just seems like a little bit full of himself and doesn't kind of know his... It's important in a group of, of gentlemen to know your role. Know your role, like I don't want Thomas. you coming in. I don't want you coming in. You try to start cracking jokes, and that's like my lane. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to be funny, guy. Okay, Thomas. Uh, that's uh, that's it for me, though. Okay, fuck off, Thomas Bryant. All right, uh, all right. I'm gonna take the one that I thought maybe we were talking about earlier. I'm gonna take DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested in talking about this. Uh, I don't have a basis for this. Um, but I just have it in my head that he would be annoying or, or not a, a good hang. I, I don't know where it's coming from. It's just a vibe I'm getting from him. And it, and it, yeah, and it goes against everything because like he's supposedly all first team best teammate because everybody fucking gets him paid and gets him on their team. So I, I, I don't know what it is. But I mean, like, okay, would you, where would you put Russell Westbrook on this? Would you, would you put him high or low? 
I'd put him on best. I still think that Russ is a really good Okay. Because the reason I'm asking that is because I think people would have a tendency to put him low, but he's another guy where like all of his teammates are like, okay, what, what about Kyrie? Yeah, I put Kyrie pretty low. Yeah, me too. But doesn't every teammate say, I fucking love Kyrie, this guy's the best, blah, 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 blah. So mm, I feel like it's always mixed signals. I feel like okay. his camp does a okay. lot of work getting, okay. getting the word out that he well, back that's, up. That's going to be a little bit of my argument for against DeAndre, but that's fine. Yeah, I, I just, that was obviously the one I was talking about. Kevin, Kevin versus DeAndre was my, my qualm for the okay. three spot and my best hangs. Okay. I just think it is, it is, I think it's notable that he gets picked up a lot and people are like, we want him and he never plays and he still gets, you know, two for five every single time because people just want him around and he's important, formative. And, uh, are we factoring in like size at all? Do you want a gigantic dude or not? Cause I, I, mean, yeah, I, also I, have, I mean, I do. Okay. I have Jokic, yeah. so I can't really complain, but just curious. Yeah, I think it's cool to have a gigantic dude. Speaking of okay. which, did you see the 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 picture of Porzingis and uh, yeah, Canada? yeah, so amazing. awesome, <laughs> so awesome. Um, all right, I'm gonna leave that one for you. I'm gonna take Christian Braun. I just don't like mm. the cut of his jib. I don't like I don't like a little baby faced guy. There's something about it doesn't doesn't sit with me right. Can't be clean cut like that and. Uh, that he looks, he has a very European look. I don't like it. I don't do you like know? It. Do you know one of the main reasons that he actually was number three on my list? I, I dropped down and put DeAndre Jordan above him just because that's the way the conversation went. It's pronounced okay. Brown. Yeah, I don't like that. That's very frustrating. It's it's yeah, very annoying. Incredible. I want to call you yeah, Brown yeah, yeah. because that's what your fucking name is. So that definitely dropped him on my list. I didn't well. say Brown on purpose because it yeah. is Brown. I appreciate that. Fuck off, Christian. Uh, is that? Oh no, All I have right, one more. Final pick, round us out. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess I'll just take Aaron Gordon because you and I agree that again seems like kind of a he might be like a weirdo maybe or he might be awkward. I don't know. We're just basing this on almost nothing, but it's just again a vibe that I'm picking up. There is a chance that Aaron Gordon is super cool. That's fine. That's why you were picked third in the worst tanks. And again, like it's 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 a slim pool, but. I think it is notable that you were on both of our lists for possible worst tanks because you look like you could be a fucking weirdo, man. Yeah, I think he might like feet or something, you know. Like <laughs> he's he's into something kind of, you know, kind of different. Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine to each your own, or you know, maybe he just I, I don't know what it is. He watches weird weird porn. I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. <laughs> Just like only wants to talk about Apex Legends, and you're like, I don't even play that game. Please stop. I wish, we, I wish we had a a national following, and there was a Twitter headline tomorrow that's Aaron Gordon watches weird porn. <laughs> says no. <laughs> says no. <Noel. laughs> All right, coin. I will be hanging with Kyle Lowry, Nikola Jokic, and. Duncan Robinson, and I will be avoiding Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and DeAndre Jordan. It's a good list. Uh, I'll be hanging with Jay Butt, Jimmy Butler, uh, Jeff Green, and Kevin Love. Pretty happy with my three, honestly. Mm, yeah. uh, I feel like I got three of my top five right there. Um, okay. And then my worst hangs will be Harrow, uh, Christian Brown, Braun, <laughs> uh, and Thomas Bryant. 
Okay. All right. Good. Good. Good picks. Mm-hmm. All right, coin. Almost a one hour mark. Let's hit. Hail. All right. Why don't you? Why don't you explain what we're doing next? Uh, next, you know, no, it kind of came. It's a little bit of a, a medley. It's kind of like a cosmic gumbo. Of, um, <laughs> sure. Uh, so we're playing in Denver for the NBA Finals. The Denver, the Broncos used to play at My High Field. They obviously got the Rocky Mountains in there. And then you were just in Italy. Obviously, lots of mountain ranges in Europe. Lots going on. I just thought we'd just do a mountains draft. That'd be kind mountains of draft. Yeah. A uh, lot of mountains out there. As, as we mentioned, I did a lot of hiking in Italy. Our friends, Nate and Logan, uh, are, are or were in the French or Swiss Alps or somewhere around there. The Matterhorn is yep. around there. That's near Italy. There's like the Dolomites, I think, are a bunch of mountains in Italy. So, yep. yeah, mountains are on the brain for sure. Mountains on the brain. Uh, yeah, so you want to just get into it, or do you want to explain it anymore? Let's get into it. Let's draft some mountains. Okay. Better and obviously, this again. is, this is again, free form. There is no <laughs> rules or restrictions to the mountains I draft. hope so. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's, All right. Let's dive in. Ready? Yeah. Call it in the air, Noel. Well, tails never fails. Oh, I don't know if it's happened that you've gotten it twice in one. Wow, Tails is hot, Tails is hot. Two them things. This is tough. All right, I'm going to take one I'm pretty sure you're not going to take, so it might not be a good value pick, but I'm going to go with the theme of the day, and I'm going to take Mount Vesuvius with my number one pick. pick. Really good pick. Um, No, it was on there. It was on my top five. As mentioned, okay, as mentioned, I did attend, attend, I don't know why I said it that way. I did go to Pompeii. Did you lose it? Oh, okay. I, I no, I, I knocked my mic over. It's going to sound kind of bad. It's fine. Oh, you're good. Um, I did go to Pompeii. It was actually very cool. Like, you go see these things that, and they ex- describe the town, like, from 2,000 <laughs> years ago. And you're like, holy shit, these people were way smarter than us. Yeah. Except they let a volcano crush the shit out of them. So here's some stats for Couldn't you. Couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been Mount me. Mount Vesuvius. When you look at it from Pompeii, it's like there's a gigantic chunk that like a third of the mountain is gone because it fucking blew. It just exploded. It ejected a cloud of stones, ashes, and volcanic gases to a height of 21 miles. 21 miles up it shot. That's pretty high. Um, It released 100,000 times the thermal energy released by the Hiroshima-Nagasaki bombings. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it was like tens of meters of ash that accumulated on top of all the houses and just collapsed. Like basically all of the roofs in Pompeii just collapsed because of the weight of the ash. So like all the walls of the buildings are all still standing, hence the ruins. But all the, the roofs just fell through. So uh, And then about 2,000 people died. Supposedly, uh, I, I was under the impression that pretty much the whole city died. I guess it was more of one of these like hurricanes in America where like the dumb people just didn't get out. They, they refused to do the signs because there was like a bunch of precursors that kind of showed that it was going to um, erupt. So there's like 20,000 people that lived in Pompeii and about 2,000 died in the eruption. So not oh, as. So we're making a big deal of like a 10% death rate. That's like. Yeah. Big. Yeah. It's weak. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. Okay. So Vesuvius. Uh, I also. One. Good, good pick. Uh, I also really like that uh, it's an answer from White Man Can't Jump. That's like the famous. Oh. She gives Mount Vesuvius. She says it very. <laughs> ah, good Rosie Perez. Rosie something. Yeah. yeah. Perez. Rosie Perez. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
Hold on. Uh, good pick, Noel. I will take the Coors Light can mountains that turn blue. What a pick. Really yeah. nice job. Really I mean, nice job. what what a feat of innovation and science that we have these cans that tell you that your beer is ready to drink. Before, you were just kind of hand-guessing, you know? And the mm-hmm. can could have been misleading you a little bit. This is, this is next-level innovation that we're getting in the last, what, 10 years? I don't know how long ago the cans were. Do you, do you know? Uh, I don't know, but I know in the annals of history, they're going to be talking about four things. They're going to be talking about discovery of fire, invention of the submarine, invention yep. of the Coors Light can, yep. and the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Those four right. Yep. Yep. Really good pick. I'm ashamed to say I did not have the Coors Light Mountains on my board. When are the Coors Light Mountains introduced? I'm going to guess it was longer ago, right? You I was going to say years? 2015, 16 maybe. Was I feel it? like it was after college, right? Oh, okay, maybe. I don't know. Are you looking? Shit. Yeah, oh. I'm looking it up. It's taking a long time. I could look it up too. <clears throat> Having another issue with another... Uh, Thing I was trying to draft. Um, uh, oh, wow. Mountains. 2007. Yeah, there you go. In oh, the wait, UK. Wait, is that right? Yeah, no, yeah it didn't wow. Reach, well, it reached the US in 2009. Wow, really cool. Congrats, President Lyle Small. Good for you, buddy. Good for you, Lyle. All right. Anyways, the Coors Light Great Mountains pick. turn blue. That's, uh, right, that's my, my pick. I'm going to go with... Um, this is tough. This is really tough. But I just take this one. I'll take the mountain uh, from Game of Thrones. Fuck. Uh, thought one that I think you would take might not have been my number to pick on the board, but really just need to re- re- need to secure secure him here. He does pop a dude's head like a water balloon at one point, so that's that's his Wild. best move. Yeah, probably yeah. one of the maybe if not one top three craziest deaths in Thrones is when he kills him with his you know pops his skull. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I'd say one of three moments after which I had to cover my mouth with my hand while watching it. Yeah, it's like what? Red Wedding, that yeah. kill, and... When I saw those two. Theon Greyjoy's limp dick, probably. Was yeah, that. that was pretty... That was a big bummer. Yeah, it was a good pick. I was probably going to take it like fourth round, but I, yeah. like the, I like the value you get here of taking it from me. It's smart. Sure. <clears throat> Oh, well, now I know you're out to get me. I might have to change my strat a little bit, my Teji. Uh, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to go ahead and take Drift Mountain from Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, obviously, the final mm. fight scene. I So I know it has a different name. I I swear to God, I looked up like 30 different things. I watched five different YouTube videos trying to find this fucking name of this mountain. I could not do it. It's called Drip Mountain. I don't even know what you're talking about. Drift Mountain, the final. The, oh, the final Drift race Mountain. Scene. I thought you said Drip drift. Mountain. No, Drift. Oh, drift Mountain. It makes more sense for fin- Tokyo. Yeah, the yeah. final, the final race scene from obviously Tokyo Drift, where uh, mm. Sean wrestles D or races DK. That's one of the top ten Fast and Furious movies, I would say. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I did not. I did see a movie poster for Fast Ten Your Seatbelts in Italy, which is also set in Italy, but I didn't go. So, okay, Drift Mountain shouts to Mike Winchell and Lil Bow Wow. Yep, yep, shouts. 
Oh, okay. Where do I go Third here? Third what do you got? Where do I go from here? Let me like go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Mount Doom. Um, this is where the one ring to rule them all was forged and then subsequently destroyed. Um, side note on that, Katie had never seen Lord of the Rings. We watched two straight Lord of the Rings movies on the plane home. So that took up a nice six hours of our nine-hour flight. So it's a good move. Good. I hadn't. I probably hadn't seen them in since they like came out. I mean, I was I was uh, not remembering a lot of the scenes, but it was they were very good, very good flicks. Well, we've talked about it. I've never seen them. Never. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's, well, it's become like a. It's come almost like a, a personality mm. thing at this point. Right. Where I'm like, not yeah, never watch them. Rings. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know uh, what Mount? If I just said Mount Doom, would you have known what that is? I did know. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I always thought I was. I, I, I knew I was going to put it. Um, I wasn't going to draft it out of principle because I hadn't seen them. I would have said I thought it was Mount Mordor. I didn't know what the difference is between M- Mordor is the uh, region where Mount Doom oh. is. Okay, Mount Doom is okay. in Mordor. Yeah, Mordor is like I don't know if it's a city or a fortress or a, or a region, but Mordor is an gotcha. area. Yeah. But I like the thought of I feel like I would want to make my Lord of the Rings watch probably a, a plane watch. That would be good. Mm. Could take up a lot of time. If you I'm fly in that. fly to Europe, you could watch all three. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and it I would take you ten hours. That's great. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. Yeah. Okay, good pick. Okay. Um, I am going to take Choco Moto. Oh, great pick. Choco wow. Mountain from, of course, Mario Kart 64. Wow. Uh, the, the, the track is pretty good. It's not certainly the best, but it is the only mountain track on Mario Kart. True. I was reading this list. I just want to see what people have things ranked. I read this list that had Koopa Troopa as... 11th out of 16 of the maps horrendous horrendous list just out of n64 maps just n64 maps oh throw that list out the window yeah no i mean it was garbage obviously it was just stupid Fucking but stupid. i'll take chocomoto where did they have chocomoto ranked um i think eight it's a very chaotic, especially on 150cc. It's just very fast paced. It's just like you're yeah. swinging Which around you corners. Like, and, you know, you know, yeah. you know. Chocomoto can send you into the blender a little yeah. bit if you're if you're Koopa not ready. Koopa Troopa has it. some long winding around the beach. You're kind of cruising a little bit until you yeah, get yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. the jump. So different vibes yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Where did they I rank would, Rainbow put, Road? I would never put. I uh, I actually don't remember seeing it because I know it was in the top ten. So I think it might have been like twelve. Okay, I was gonna say if it's in the top yeah, 10, it's probably it, too high. If it sure. if if it had been one, I would have closed my laptop immediately. Don't worry about it. I, I know. I, I think they put the like I know Bowser's Castle was two, and was it Mario Raceway one, something like that. Mumu was up in the top five too. Where where it belongs? Mumu belongs up there. Mumu, but solid. Koopa Troopa, Koopa Troopa should be in the top five. Should be one. Sounds like it got snubbed. Yeah. Okay, fourth pick for me. I'm going to go with the Agro Crag. Does that ring a bell to you? Agro Crag. Uh, Did you ever watch the bit. television show Nickelodeon Guts? No. Okay. There was a show on Nickelodeon when we were growing up, uh, which was sort of like 
an American Ninja Warrior type thing where these like okay. they'd have three kids and they'd like try to compete in different things. And then at the end, they had this big ass mountain and the three of them would try to climb up and whoever could run up and climb the top of the mountain first and hit the button first, they win Nickelodeon Guts. And I think the other people got slimed maybe at the end. Nice. Um, so just Love a nice childhood slimed. memory and it was called the Agro Crag. Okay. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't going to steal it from you, but that's all right. No, it wasn't on the list. Uh, okay. But I appreciate you taking, taking something that you're interested in. Sure. Of course. Okay. Uh, I, I don't see these being on yours because I don't know if it's like one of your big movies at all. Mm. I'm going to take the Hallelujah Mountains from Avatar, which are the floating mountains of uh, uh, Pandora. Oh, if you remember those, if you that, think, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're all like kind of connected by vines, somewhat. Some are just off on their own, but there's a lot of waterfalls coming off of the mountains. You're not really sure how the water gets replenished at all, but it's pretty cool. Okay. When you were said movies, I thought for sure you were going to say Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. That's the one of the best. The Brokeback. That was on- honorable Menchie. So this is the last pick, and then we just got a bunch of on Menchies after that? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I guess then I'll take Mountain Do Baja Blast for my last pick. I'm so bummed I didn't have this on my list. Oh my god, what a fucking good pick! I don't even like Baja Blast. I'm just taking it to spite you. Oh my god, this is such a good pick. <laughs> Uh, I love Baja Blast. Oh, <laughs> I know you no. do. I know you do. We could maybe make a trade. I don't know. What do you want to do? No, 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 Absolutely not. We should institute at some point that trades are part of the part of the draft process. Trades could be part of it. I know you wouldn't give up the the Blue Mountains of Coors Light for Baja Blast. No. Fuck no. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Okay, give me some on Menchies. I got a bunch. Oh, no, no, no. I have one more. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, no, you That's picked... Okay. Oh, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, you do have one more. I apologize. I am going to take... God, I want both of those, though. Um, you know what? It's a, it's a good on Menchie one, and I just want this one on my list. I don't think this is a movie that you've also really like spent much time with. Okay. I'm going to take King of the Mountain from Out Cold, mm. the game that they play where you raise snowboards down with the beers in hand to try to touch the ass of the statue. Is that King of the Mountain? King of the Mountain, 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 Mountain. Correct. I am, I am an out cold fan. I, I do, okay, I okay, do okay, know okay, what you're okay, talking okay. about. Yes, yes. He says, uh, seize the cart. Yep. Uh, okay. I'm trying to think of who else is. I know, I know Galifianakis is in it. I don't really know the names of the rest of the actors in the movie. I tried. So actually how I came across the aggro crag was because I was trying to remember if there was a mountain in MXC. And they did play King of the Mountain, but it was like they had a different it's name. It's the one with the it boulder. Like, it's the one with the boulder. Yeah, down the middle, right? they didn't really yeah. have like a name for the mountain, so I could have chosen King of the Mountain game from MXC, but it went with the Agro Crag instead. Okay, uh, we, we could just keep going. Just a couple more. Okay. Couple yeah, more. sure. All right, I'll take. I'm gonna take Space Mountain. Uh, think it's nice. a better ride than Splash Mountain. Yeah, good pick. It's on my list okay. for sure. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I definitely thought about it. Um, I don't have much more to say about it. I I haven't been on Space Mountain for a long time. 
I uh, went about a year and change ago, and it held up. It was right. a great ride. Yeah, good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. good pick. Okay. Uh, I'll take Mount Olympus. Obviously, big fan of the Greek gods. You yeah. know, I'm sure you yes. thought that would be higher up on my list than it was. Mm. Um, big fan. You know, just generally. Yeah, and the gods live there. It must be a nice place. Yeah. Okay. We just want to go seven deep, maybe. I'll do one more. Yeah, let's go seven deep. Let's go seven deep. Seven deep. Uh, why don't you give me? I'm gonna take Moron Mountain. Uh, nice. Which is God. Yeah. We're on the same track right here. I almost took it to Counteract Space Mountain. I honestly thought of it after you said one of your picks. I it, I didn't have it on my list until we started talking about it, and then I remembered Moron Mountain. So, uh, shouts to Danny DeVito. Is there does does it knock down the pick at all because it was failing before they started doing the rest of you know the Space Jam business? Uh, no. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. That's good <laughs> that you think so. It too. doesn't. No, I, I checked with the judges and they said it has no effect. Uh, all right, my final pick will be yeah. from my back porch, the Crazy Mountains in Big Timber, mm. Montana. Nice. Just a yeah. home cook in there. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, any on Menchies? Uh, you know, it feels like we, we probably need to give some credence. Mount Everest, pretty cool. Everest was actually four on my list. I thought I should probably take it, but I didn't. Uh, it's, it's a big mountain. Uh, there are big, yeah. Over One of the 300 biggest. people have died trying to climb it. So Yeah, we like that. We like a mountain with a kill record. Right. Right, right, right. And you know what? It's it's undefeated. Like nobody's killed Everest, so true. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh, uh I yeah, what else you got? I also got Blue Ridge Mountains, specifically from the part of uh West Virginia, Mountain Mama, you know. Mm. Blue Ridge Mountain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue Ridge Mountains. Is that West similar Virginia. to Blue Mountain State? Oh, nice. Yeah, very good. Very good show. Good good two-year run. Got, I fell off a little bit, but it was really nice. It was decent. Thad Castle made his name. And then uh, he tried to be a, a serious actor now. I don't know where they came Oh, he's from. good. Oh, dude, have you not watched Is Reacher? Reacher fucking rocks. It's it so good. Is. Yeah, I love it. Is he, is he believable? I've watched it, it twice. It's really good. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. It's, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be kind of stupid, but like right. it, the first two episodes, you're like, all right, Jesus Christ. It gets really good. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. Season two is sorry, coming back. Sorry, I that. like it sorry a lot. Uh, how about Mountain Hardware? Oh, wow. I'm embarrassed. I didn't even think of that. Come on. Aren't you a company man? Yeah, that's the, I'm, like, I'm a company guy, and I can't even print, pull that one out of my ass. That's tough. Uh, I also had Magic Mountain, as in Six Flags. Yeah. And then I had Witch Mountain, where Dwayne the Rock Johnson races to in one of his films. <laughs> Yeah, the race to Witch Mountain, of course. Uh, that's him and is that is that is that D Fanning? That's I think so. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, I'm, I I, I have not I, seen she it. She looks. There's like a bunch of these these young blonde girls that look very similar. Um, she's in. Yeah, I know she's in War of the Worlds. It, is it the bridge to? Is it is it? I think it might be the same girl as the Bridge to Terabithia. I don't know if you've seen that one. I have not seen it. Dwayne's not in that one. I don't think. No, he's not, but I think it's the same girl. I think it would have been better if they'd cast him, though. I would have seen uh, it. Cast, 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 cast. Nope, that's not the right one. Race the Rock, 
the, the rock under the bridge to Terabithia. Oh, it is. It is. It's Anna Sophia Robb. That's her name. Same girl. <laughs> shitty. That's a shitty name. Anna Sophia. It's one one word. Capital S. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. She was also on Soul Surfer, if you saw that one. No, didn't see that either. Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne wasn't in that one either. No, it wasn't. Okay, any other ones? No, that's it for me, Noel. Okay. Okay, I had, we'll recap. Uh, okay. Mount Vesuvius, Mount Doom. Vesuvius? I had The Mountain. I had The Agro Crag. I had uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I had Space Mountain, and I had Moron Mountain. It was a great draft, Noel. Not as Thank good you. as mine, but very good. Uh, Thank you. I had the Coors Light Mountains that turned blue, obviously. Uh, yeah. I had Drift Mountain. I had Choco Moto from Mario Kart, Chocolate Smart. Mountain, Choco yeah. Mountain. Uh, Hallelujah Mountains from Avatar. King of the Mountain from Mount Cold and Mount Olympus. I don't know how many times you're going to ruin your drafts with Avatar references, but you, you just I keep man- finding ways to do it. Kind of been doing, I've been doing it a lot lately. <laughs> uh, they, uh, we made big Avatar fans. I'd like to know, we should get a poll going from the fans. I'm guessing there's probably fewer people who remember Nickelodeon guts than, than follow Avatar, but maybe, maybe there's some guts fans. I disagree. Okay. I have a lot okay. of crossover there. Yeah. Okay. Right, fair enough. <sighs> okay, that has been the mountain draft. That has been the mountain draft. Uh, what, what time, time is, it, is it now? It's actually it's ten thirty-three. That's right, everybody. It is time for your favorite trivia show, Stumptown the Show. Where Mr. Coin and Mr. Knoll have a have a fun little game, a little duel, a little back and forth, where I perhaps would pose a question to him, he'd pose one to me, we go back and forth. Oh, who's gonna get it? I don't know. Who's gonna get it? And then we just go on like that. That's the game. <laughs> like that. Hold face. on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm missing something. Dude, Anna Sophia Rob oh. is married. To Trevor Moore, who is the guy with longer hair from Whitest Kids You Know. <laughs> no way. No way. Unbelievable. Oh, oh my God. That is incredible. All right. That's it. I'm sorry. Wait, what's her? Is her last name Moore? Did you say? Not yet. No, it's Rob. Two B's. Oh, Rob and Moore. Okay. Wow. Anna Sophia. What a find. Holy shit. That is so funny. Uh, anyways, what's that kid up to these days? Okay, anyway, um, coin for today's super special edition of Stumptown. I've decided to combine three different subjects. Oh, I love this one that Yay. you maybe aren't a big fan of: college sports. Okay, and two that I think you might be: the Atlanta Falcons. I love them. And LeBron James. Oh my God, I love him too. We'll be combining those three things. So here you go, with the eighth pick. In the 2023 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons selected Bijan Robinson, running back from University of Texas, who many believe is the best running back prospect in years. While Texas is largely thought of as a football school, 
They've had some decent success in basketball. Over the last 20 years, they've appeared in five Sweet 16s, four Elite 8s, and made it to one Final Four. They've churned out some perennial all-star NBA players, such as Kevin Durant and LaMarcus Aldridge. But what about guys that have played with LeBron James? One of the best non-all-star role players that LeBron ever played with. Tristan Thompson. Uh, Tristan Thompson, that's right. He played for the 2016 championship Cavs team, as well as did a really annoying job riding the bench for this year's Lakers team. Correct. In the past... 20, or sorry, in the 25 years prior to selecting Bijan, the Atlanta Falcons made 24 first-round picks. And over the course of LeBron James' career, he has had seven teammates make all-star teams while playing with him. Okay. There are three schools that apply to players from both lists. So I'd like you to name the three schools that have produced both an all-star teammate of LeBron James and a first-round pick of the Atlanta Falcons over the past 25 years. Oh my and I'd gosh. also like you to name five players from those lists. Jiminy Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So wait, <clears throat> Does Le- was LeBron on the team when the player got drafted? No, he was on. Oh, when what player? The Fal- the Falcons player was LeBron on his team when, when he, the players when, or he only played with this many All Star teammates before. No, no, no. So the the NBA players, I'm talking about guys that were named to an All Star team while playing with LeBron. So there are seven of those guys. Okay, but they weren't drafted. Like he wasn't on the team already. Then they drafted them. No, not necessarily, no. At some point, they were teammates, and that guy was an all-star that year. So, like, I'll give you, like, Shaq was not an all-star when he played with LeBron, right? So I'm talking about a guy that was an all-star. So he doesn't count. He does not count, right. There's only seven guys. So you should be able to figure out those seven guys, maybe guess what schools they went to, and then try to think back to Falcons players where they got drafted from. I'd say the best. And they had to be all-star. Okay, yes, like you said, it had to be all-stars when he was teammates with them. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So obviously, Kyrie and Love. So Love went to UCLA. The Falcons did draft a player from UCLA. No, maybe not. Um, I'm just gonna name my basketball players first: Kyrie, Love, Bosch, Wade. AD. Um, <coughs> Big Z. Big Z didn't go to college, right? He didn't go to college, but he was an All-Star. Okay. And then there's one more Cavs player, right? Uh, Mo. Yeah. You got him. There's the okay. seven. Okay. Uh, let's see. Bosch went to Georgia Tech. Is there a player from Georgia Tech that we drafted? Yeah, that's probably the hardest one. But it's a player I'm sure you know the name of. It was literally the last qualifying year on here. 1998. Linebacker, 1998. linebacker out of Georgia Tech. Keith Brooking? Keith Brooking. You nailed it. There you go. Keith Brooking and Chris Bosch, both Georgia Tech. 
What a fucking get. Let's go. All right. Nice uh, all right. UCLA. I know this one. Um, this isn't the duck truck, right? <coughs> it's a uh, pretty tough one. It's too. a linebacker. Uh, I think he's a D lineman. Okay. I'm not going to go with that one then. Let's go. Uh, we didn't draft me from Marquette. I don't know any football players from Marquette, so I don't think they have a football team. No, I don't think so either. Uh, who else did I name? Ad Kentucky. Did we draft him from Kentucky? Nope. No. Definitely not from Duke. Nope. Where the fuck did Zadrunas go to college? He didn't go to college. Okay. Where did Mo go to college? Better figure it out. <laughs> uh, Mo went to Alabama, and it's Roddy White. No, 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 because he went to UAB. He went to UAB. Uh, Julio. Uh, that is correct. Did you just realize that Mo Williams went to Alabama? Do you remember that, or no. you just guessed? No, 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 no. I was just guessing. What an incredible guess. Well done, Coin. Mo Williams did, in fact, go to Alabama. Uh, but so far, you've only named four players I need. Oh, no, you did name Kevin Love. So... I'm going to say you got I named it. seven players, right? Well, but I needed you to name uh, players that matched both schools. So, like, AD and Irving and Wade and Ilgauskas don't count. But Mo Williams, Bosch, oh, and Love right. all had crossovers. So, you were correct. Whoa, I'll explain a little okay. better. So, you had Chris Bosch and Keith Brooking, both Georgia Tech. You had Mo Williams, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley, Alabama. Ridley, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had Kevin Love, UCLA, along with... Tack McKinley out of UCLA. Oh, fuck. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough yeah. one. Congrats, Coin. You have not been stumped on Thank the you. Falcon slash LeBron James. That was a good one. Question. That Thank was you. a good one, Noel. Yeah, I just wanted to cater to you because I'm a good friend, you know? Appreciate that. It's very kind. And it's almost 1033, so look at that. Nice. Okay. Nice little 90-minuter. That'll be an episode hey, of The back. Rookie Show. The Rookie Show. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Graham, Rookie Show Pod. You can shoot Correct. us an email if you want. Rookie Show Pod at gmail.com. I haven't checked that in a while. Yeah. Maybe getting yeah. some from Quinn. I don't know. Uh, where can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me at King Quinn on both Instagram and Twitter. Where they can follow you, Noel? You can follow me at DeCreamFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Chris Lindstrom, offensive guard out of Boston College. Travis Sure Holt. is. Yep. Um, I, speaking of which, I immediately, like I went from Italy not being on social media to being back and it, worse than ever. I think I need to delete it. Oh, that's, that's I am terrible. so bad right now. It is horrible. Really bad. Horrible. I, I think maybe I after the finals I'll take another break. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. So who is going to play us out? Play us out. Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy. All right. You got a song or am I just roll with it? No, I just I trust you. Just go with it. He's got okay. a new one. I'll go with Porsche it. Porsche Top. You know what? That's funny. That's, pretty good. that's really funny because uh, Kid Cuddy's song, Day and Night, reminds me of Jay Knight from Carroll College. Jay Knight. Just today, yeah. I was emailing with a guy named Josh Knight, and uh, his email was Jay Knight, and I was thinking about Jay Knight just today. So Jay Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Winter Ball Warrior Jay Knight. 
Uh, what was his first name? Justin. Justin. That's right. Justin. Okay. Uh, Kid Cudi, play us out. Not to be oh. confused with Justin Smith. Have a day, Justin Smith. <laughs> Jay Smooth. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth. Is it smooth? Smooth. smooth. Oh, man. Group of guys. Jay Smith, have a day. And have a day, we'll see you next time. Hey, buddy. See you. Now when the sun come up, I'll be there to say what up in the morning Brush my teeth, find that clip I've been looking for since last night I feel so caught up in the bud I float some out with my bedroom Turn around, see myself in the mirror, I guess I'm cool And those happy thoughts in my head I'm feeling like I'm Peter Pan Lines the tights and the birds Happy to see how far I've come to the same place It began my dreams, imagination so I move along a bit higher I'll be up a little way, up a little way Cause they don't judge me anyway, so whatever I'll be up a little way, up a little way Cause in the end they'll judge me anyway, so whatever I learn, I see the dreams I made, so I'm cooler now yeah, my mama, my lonely story, so sing along, little mama. You ain't gotta worry about no drama, no. I provide for friends and fam and fans. I put the city grinding, man. Stay afloat, the kids so I never let a motherfucker break me, dog. Who gives a fuck if a nigga don't like your steeds? Tell them it's off your end, you tease. We don't care what people say. Dudes, you can take the clothes on most day. I ain't gotta wait for no one. If I wanna fly, I can fly for freedom. Hey, I'll be up a bit away. within. This is the journey of the man on the moon.